Welcome to Mom Fashions, an honest discussion about the beauty and burden of motherhood. I'm Emily. And I'm Beth. And we hope these next few minutes encourage, inspire, and remind you that we are all in this together. This is Mom Fashions, a Fort Worth Moms production. Episode 52, What We Wish We Knew About the Middle School Years. Hello, Mom Fashions friends. Beth and I are here today, and it is another installment of our What We Wish We Knew series. You can go back and listen to What We Wish We Knew about babies, toddlers, elementary school kids, and now we have made it to What We Wish We Knew about the middle school years. Mm-hmm. And we are literally at a point mm-hmm. where we know nothing. Right. So this is the funny thing is, is, is we need to know what you wish you knew. Yeah. Because I am about to have, well, I mean, I guess I do have a fifth grader now mm-hmm. when school starts again, she'll be in fifth grade and you have kids not far behind. Yeah. My oldest will be in fourth grade, which hits hard, but is not quite the middle school, but you know, we're getting the feelings. Yeah, no, it, yeah, it, it's like middle school ish. Uh huh. Yes. Like a like a pregame. It's a pregame. <laughs> it's the it's the, the pre show. The yeah. The little uh, the preview appetizer, yeah. if you will. Yeah. It was like at the movies. Remember we used to go to those. Um, <laughs> like you watch all those previews before you actually get to the film. Mm-hmm. This is where we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It used to be my favorite part, but now that we associate it with this, I don't think I enjoy it quite <laughs> so, as much. Sometimes you're like, "Oh, that looks good. That's exciting. I'm excited about that." Mm-hmm. Oh no, horrible no. movie. Mm-hmm. Do Cover not want your to eyes. see this. Please don't let me make me watch this. <laughs> right. Yes, that's fourth and fifth grade for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we are going to hear from several listeners and friends. We kind of put it out there about what they wish they knew because we don't really have anything anything to offer in that category. But we can talk about, I think, for a few minutes, just what are your thoughts on as you're getting a kiddo, like, ready to enter those middle school years? Like, where are where is your head at? Terrified. You know, I think back on my middle school years and I didn't go through bullying or, you know, really deal with a lot of the really traumatic stuff that Mm -hmm. seems to go along with middle school. But at the same time, I still remember them as some of the hardest years that I've had so far. And so much of it is just a discomfort with who you are and not really sure where you fit and feeling like you have a lot of feelings you're not sure what to do with. Right. And your family maybe doesn't even know what to do with all of your feelings, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And so it it just being a place or or a time that you feel displaced, you know, you feel a little bit outside of yourself. You know, it scares me to think of my kid going through that, feeling those feelings mm-hmm. and wanting to do well by her, um, but knowing just how naturally hard this season can be, but also knowing she's going to be facing things that I never had to think about, you know, where she's going to have, whether or not we give her access, the whole online world is still going to be a part of her life in some way. Oh, for sure. And I feel like that is a 
that is a big tank of sharks right there, you know, that she's not ready for, I'm not ready for, you know? For sure. I think definitely, I wonder, as we get on into the school year, I'd like to hear a follow-up from you, but I think I felt a shift from third grade to fourth grade. And I feel like fourth and fifth graders will probably be like pretty similar. But there is this, you start seeing the departure of childhood. And it was so much more short-lived than I imagined. And like the arrival of like previews, literally hints at what they're going to be as they grow into maturity, like into being a tween and a teenager and and into an adult. Like for me, that is exciting in the same way of when my favorite age still is age three, because that's when you see their personalities and kind of who they really are as people like communicated in a strong fashion. And so there's an element of that, like even things that we may have conflict over, it can, it's still exciting to me to see that growth and development and just more about her as a person. But there is definitely an element of like sadness and confusion. I think it's hard because it's an in-between phase. It's mm-hmm. like 100% transition. You know, you're still part kid. But then you're also not, you know, I remember I really stopped like playing with dolls or like playing a lot, probably between my fifth and sixth grade year. Mm -hmm. You know, like I kind of like I remember sometimes wanting to play, like having like, oh, I want to do this and then being kind of embarrassed about it. And then just over a while, like then playing dolls wasn't fun anymore. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's. And then other things became fun. And I picked up on that when Anna gave her Christmas list in her fourth grade year. It was different. Like, Mm -hmm. it was not, you know, LOL dolls. Like, it started to be like an art set and just, like, Mm -hmm. different stuff like that. Universally, your junior high years are your hardest in childhood, in in my opinion. And so I just don't know... What, how that will present itself, you know, for my kids. So I'm mm-hmm. excited to hear the advice and wisdom from the ladies who've contributed to this episode. And I'm going to have a notepad and just write down, like, yeah. everything they say. And then when I'm in the throes of it, I'm going to open it and remind myself or listen to this episode again. And, like, people have survived before me. Like, all mothers have gone through these years. We can do it. All right. Well, we're going to hand it off to the experts for the rest of this episode. Check out our show notes for more resources. My advice for middle school moms is this. Remember that you are parenting for the long game. These middle school years, as difficult as they can be, and all of the changes and the emotions that your kids are going through and their peers are becoming more important to them and your voice is becoming quieter to them. Remember, it's just a season. I encouraged myself in that time of my life, parenting three through middle school, by remembering who I was in middle school and how I was in middle school and the person that I've become since then. And that can really help you gain perspective from the moment. 
And the other thing I think to remember about middle school is that parenting toward connection is one of the most powerful ways that we can parent our kids in any age. When we parent in a way to maintain our connection to them, um, that is going to hold fast. And as they come through the middle school years and parents' voices begin to be more important to them again in late high school, that connection is what's going to hold them firm through all of the ups and downs and tribulations. So I hope that's helpful for every other mom going through that season. And I just want to tell you, you'll get through it. And honestly, my kids are grown and um, they, we now have some good laughs about some things that at the moment were, were rather traumatic. So hang in there, mamas. One thing that I wish that I knew when I was teaching middle school is that middle schoolers have all the range of emotions that adults have, but no coping skills yet to deal with them. So that makes it your job to teach them the correct coping skills for certain situations. So instead of getting angry when they're upset at you or they lock down or they yell at you, you have to teach them the correct way to handle that situation because they don't know how. Hey, this is Christy, and I have two teenage daughters who have raised past the middle school ages, and I have a son who is going into middle school this year. So to the mom who is just now um, experiencing the middle school years with her child, I would just say focus on hearts. All middle school age kids have big emotions, um, girls, but boys too. And so don't get scared by their big emotions or try to, you know, figure it all out or fix it. Really, they just need you um, to walk beside them, to see their hearts, to contain their emotions, just to affirm who they are, who they're growing into. And um, don't get caught up with performance or comparing. Just help them discover who God created them to be and just love them through the hard days. It does all come out in the wash on the other side of it. It is a metamorphosis. They are transforming. Um, they are changing and growing out of childhood, which can be a grieving process, I think, for a parent, especially mamas. But just love them through it and let them see you growing right along with them. And just remember at the end of the day, it's, it's all going to be okay. Hi, I'm Beth's mom, and she is the oldest of five four girls and one boy. Now, I learned everything the hard way with Beth. When she hit middle school, we were butting heads like crazy. Um, what used to be funny was absolutely not funny anymore. It was just simply embarrassing. If mom said it, it was the end of the world. We went through a lot of emotions, mostly because her her emotions were fluctuating wildly as as well as my own because she was changing so quickly and not that sweet little girl. She was becoming a woman. I needed to learn to respect her on that level, and sometimes I didn't. I remember telling people personal information because I was excited about it, but she was not excited when she found out that I had told this. One time when my dear sweet Beth was 13 years old, we got in a little bit of an argument that happened quite a bit. She got angry with me. She stormed out of the room, slammed the door, and threw herself on the bed. That wasn't allowed in our house, so I followed her. And um, lo and behold, there she was on the middle of the bed covered in poop because we had just gotten a stray cat that week. And that cat thought that was her 
her place. At any rate, I couldn't even yell at her. I just laughed because I'm sick like that and walked out. Well, later on, I told her, well, when you have a poopy attitude, this is kind of what happens. It serves you right. She didn't appreciate that. My, my advice for moms of middle school kids is just learn to love them where they are and um, respect their, their boundaries and just remember when you were that age because it's never easy. But it is very good in the long run when you see what you have accomplished. Anyway, good luck with that. <laughs> Hi, my name is Laurie. And the one thing I wish I knew about the middle school years is that my daughter would grow so much mentally and mature so fast mentally. She seemed to anyway, and develop, um, come into her own personality. And with that require a lot of alone time. My name is Catherine. And the thing that I wish I'd known about raising middle schoolers is that the most important role that you as a mother can provide is to be the voice of acceptance and reassurance and love and softness and safety and security for them, not only in your relationship with them, but in the place they find at home. Because middle school is where I feel like the mean begins. Sometimes it starts in elementary school, but what happens is middle schoolers become very aware of themselves and how awkward and different and how they don't fit in with where they think they should fit in. And it feels like at every turn, middle schoolers are reminded of how they don't belong. And whether or not that's true, uh, they feel that. And so for the home and the relationship with you to be a soft, safe, quiet, reassuring place for them, it's perhaps the most important thing you can do for a middle schooler. They um, are kind of going into battle every day and they need to be reminded when they come home that anything they do, how they look, how they dress, the ridiculous things they do with their hair or their shoes or their stuff doesn't change the way that you feel about them. And you kind of just have to ride the middle school wave because they are, they're like a hurricane. And sometimes you see it and it's loud and on the surface. And sometimes it's just boiling underneath, but you have to ride that wave. And one of the things that I have done in raising middle schoolers is to find a, a phrase that I could say when they would do or say something that just would shock or surprise or perhaps disappoint me. I would take a deep breath and remind myself I only get one chance to react to this and everybody else is probably reacting in a disapproving way. So I want to say, well, that is really interesting. And then take my raw emotions and put them somewhere else. Talk to a friend, talk to my husband, do something else with that. But to remain this steady, constant place of security for them is just perhaps the greatest need of every middle schooler. I think back to when I was a middle schooler and the thing I needed was to know that there was still a place where I belonged and a place where I was still loved and a place where even as I was uncomfortable with myself, I could find 
love and safety and security. And if we can do that, I won't say the rest will be easy, but um, you'll come out on the other side because middle school doesn't last forever, thankfully. As always, visit fwmoms.com to see the notes from this show, including links to products and content mentioned in this episode. And one more time, just in case you missed it, fwmoms.com. Fort Worth Moms.